can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Hello and welcome to episode one of uh, An Active Pod. I am Steve Goodyear. And I am Troy Fudge. Uh, a lot of you who listen to this might know us from the 42 special. Uh, this show is going to be nothing, Troy, like the 42 special. Nothing at all. Uh, we're going to try not even to curse on this show. Do our best. Do our best. Uh, and I guess we'll beep out any, any obscenities. We can... Yeah. Because... Ideally, we'd like, uh, as this show is going to be, it's going to be uh, hot button issues, hot topic issues from the point of view of Troy, who's a Christian with Christian beliefs, and me uh, with atheist beliefs, <laughs> or as Troy likes to call them, agnostic beliefs. He doesn't believe I'm an atheist. No, I don't. So this is just going to be our first intro episode where we're going to try and give some uh, just background to our belief system and... Uh, kind of just what we do what we believe because troy this is something me and you do all the time anyway yeah yeah i mean this is what last sunday we were in the car and we were going we were actually going to to don's to play some play some poker and we both actually were just going back and forth in the car and we stopped at the satellites and looked at each other and said F- we should there we go there we go there's number one <laughs> and well we should have been recording the whole thing because i mean I, lake gave us the idea from just a, a recording, uh, just off the cuff when uh, they did that test from Tim's. So that, I think that would have been pretty cool. So yeah, so we'll get we'll get right into it. Troy, why don't you start with with telling kind of where your standpoint from and where, and where your belief system stems from? Well, I was raised in a Christian home, more so than I guess other people that were raised in a Christian home, because my parents are clergy in the Christian belief and. Uh, so there was uh, some fairly uh, – well, I, they, they were strict at one point. Strong influence. Yeah, a big strong influence. Um, they've laxed in, 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 in recent years. Um, are they still preaching? Oh, they're still preaching, oh. yeah, yeah. More liberal, though. Yeah, they are more liberal. They realized that what they were doing, just say for a case in point, I wasn't allowed to ride my bike on Sunday. Yeah. And they realized that that's more from – Tradition, not necessarily from belief. Exactly. So, you know, they've kind of separated themselves from that and realized that a kid riding their bike on Sunday is not work. It's just having some fun. So, And if anything else, it's driving the kid more away from, from their yeah, cause. That's exactly what it would do because then the kid would rather go out and just do it anyway because you said not to. Would you call yourself a practicing Christian? No, I'm not a practicing Christian. Not a practicing Christian, Christian no. but you do have strong Christian beliefs. I do have strong Christian beliefs, yeah. There's a difference between someone who has strong Christian beliefs like myself and a practicing Christian. Because a, a practicing Christian will, uh, well, number one, not swear. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, they they also take part in, well, obviously they go to church and whatnot. And, uh, you know, daily devotions, study the Bible, more so like that. They're trying to have a relationship with the God you say don't exist and uh, go from there. Now, also, you, you, were, you were a practicing Christian for many years, correct? A long time, I was. Uh, I mean, you know, kind of growing up in that, it was, it was natural for me to follow in that, in that, uh, in that direction. Some stuff happened between uh, me and uh, one of the people that were in the church that thought they were 
better than I was, and uh, that kind of just turned me off. Left a bad taste. Yeah, so I was like, well, okay. Uh, Obviously, if, if, uh, you know, it goes that way and uh, you think that you're better than I am when no one can judge me but God, um, yeah, I just don't, uh, I won't take part, so to speak. And well, my background is kind of, uh, I too, like Troy, was raised in the Salvation Army home. Yeah, Salvation Army home. Off and on, my parents, mostly my mom, was religious she was in what in uniform what they'll say for for the salvation army senior soldier uh, same same thing uh on sunday like i wasn't allowed to play hockey until i was a teenager yeah um things things of that nature so it, that didn't really drive me away from it though uh because at the time when i was a teenager there were kids who came there with with the with the clergy who were there yeah and they were they were the popular kids you know the three kids who they had and still for me I did not want to go to church. Uh, it was the cool thing to do growing up at that point was on Sunday go to church because those three cool kids were there. Yeah. I think at first it might have been just a, a rebellion thing for me, if nothing else, for that. But uh, as most, most atheists are, I've looked a lot into religion and studied it and read a lot of different uh, different documents, different books, different things, and, and come to an educated decision on, on my beliefs. And Troy's known me for a long time. This isn't anything new for me either. No, not at all. This is how I've been since I've been about – I'm pretty sure I knew around age 18 or 19 that, that I was an atheist. Right on. And how I've always just described it is that feeling people say that they get, that certainty that they know that there's a God. I don't have that. Well, that's where faith comes in. I think faith is – in the Christian sense, especially, in in some terms, I think faith is one of the most dangerous. Blind faith is one of the most dangerous things on this planet. Blind faith is. It's, it's all faith is blind, especially Christian faith. There's no. Then in that case, hope is blind too. And I mean, if if the human race doesn't have hope, you can't have anything. But here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> but there's no. There's absolutely zero concrete evidence of a god. Yeah, zero concrete evidence of evolution, but yet everybody believes that too. And there is evidence of evolution. No, there's not. No, there's not. But anyway, that's another episode. And yeah, and that's and as an aside too, that's also something we're going. What this show is going to be, we should set up the background. Is we're going to take topics like evolution, like uh, abortion, creation, like creation, creation versus yeah. evolution. Yeah. Anyone, anyone who's listening, censorship. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think the censorship was the one that we started with that we wanted to go with first. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's listening. Uh, I'm not sure as of right now. I may have already set up an email address for this. I'm not sure. I can't remember because this has been a while in the works. Yeah, we've uh, we've been trying to get this on the go for a long time. So any any issues yep. that you want us to discuss, certainly send along to us. Uh, if you know us personally, you know how to get in t- contact with us. So that's un- right. until we get some contact information, you can certainly uh, you can certainly let us know. Yeah, that's right. We'll be glad to try, you know give us or give you. Our perspective and opinions on on whatever topics that you'd like us to. But getting back to, getting back to where we were. Sure. I don't feel that God thing. Man. It's to me when you describe it, it's adrenaline. That's what it is. Because as a kid, I did the whole thing where I was quote unquote, and for lack of a better word, I was pressured to go to the altar and uh, confess my sins and become a Christian and be saved and all that. And as a child, not knowing what you're getting into, it's it's kind of. Borderlines abuse in my mind. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's that far. You know, it's 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 definitely emotionally stressed. I mean, I can't. I walked away from it crying. 
I walked away from it not knowing what happened. And I walked away from it with people saying, you're a Christian now and you're saved and God loves you. And I'm like, well, I don't know about all this. Well, I mean, regardless of whether you're saved or not, God loves you, period. You can't say that now he loves you because he loved you anyway. Basically, if you're just going from the Christian belief, yes, now you're saved. So now you can, you know, attempt to live a better life. And uh, now, now, like I said, basically, you got a ticket into heaven. And but, I, I think that was the first experience that kind of really left a bad taste in my mouth with the church. And that's what I think it is. That's I think it's adrenaline. I think it's an emotional, chemical response to what's going on. Well, everything is an emotional, chemical response in your life. You know, that's the reason, just, just to take sex for an instance, the only reason people want sex is because it feels good. If it didn't feel good, no one would do it. Christians would. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> to, pro to procreate. It's still yes, to procreate. Well, to, to procreate, yes. But, I mean, uh, you know – Going from my standpoint, God, in in his design, gave us the opportunity to enjoy it. Or not the opportunity, but like the capability to enjoy it. So, you know, that's that's it's more than just a, a response to, okay, let's go make a baby. When you can, a girl can get her tubes tied or a fellow can get a vasectomy and whatever else. And they can still have the capacity to enjoy that. And it's all, you know, emotional and chemical response. To me... Like, do you, do you believe, Troy, do you, do you believe that your God is scientific in any way? You can't – science can't explain God. No, but do you believe that God himself operates on a scientific level? Because the whole purpose – the whole not purpose rather, but the whole point when people say, well, look how complex the human body is. Mm -hmm. You know, look how amazing it is, all the inner workings we have and all that. Most that's, complex machine ever. Yeah, and that's proof that uh, – Proof of God and proof of his, his design and influence. And I take that as the other way. I think if I was an all-knowing, all-powerful, omnipotent, omnipotent God, wouldn't you design something a little simpler? Well, you have to design something that can function on this planet. This planet is full of pathogens. This planet is, you know. But when you're creating the whole thing, wouldn't you just create something that didn't, like, wouldn't you go to this, like, simplest? Well, there are simple organisms. No, but, like, for us, I'm, I'm saying, like, you know, it, we're... Take our bathroom habits, for instance. Okay. Don't you think it's a little unnecessary, for, like if a god created us to have to do what we do? Well, not not, not if your body can't absorb everything because our bodies aren't as efficient as that. Shouldn't they be, though? If god made us and god made us in his, in his image. image and you know we're supposed to be the end-all, be-all as far as beings go. Shouldn't we be perfect? Shouldn't we be the most efficient we can be? Well, um, I guess when you go back to that, I mean, you, you go back to uh, after the fall of man is when man became flawed. So who's to say that Adam, when he ate a, a piece of, of fruit, didn't? Got the worst indigestion in the history of time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, who's to say that he needed to go and, you know, go behind the bush and do his business, you know, after that? Because it was after the fall of Eve, thus causing the fall of Adam, that man became flawed and open to, you know, the, the sins of, you know, whatever. So, you know, who's to say that that's not part of it? And, see, and Troy, I've known you for a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. And, I mean, I know you to be a, a normal person and a, a sound-minded person and, you know. But I sit across the table, and we, or not just now, but any time when we talk about these things, and I can't help but think that that is the silliest things I've ever, ever heard. 
the fact that you believe all this, and that's another thing that gets me is I think it sounds so ap- absolutely ridiculous, just so out of. Well, I mean, and and to each his own. I mean, Christians believe one thing, Hindus believe another, Muslims believe another. Who's to say that their belief is any more right or wrong than mine? And well, that's something that you don't have. Uh, no, I can't. That you don't me. share, like. Most Christians don't share that belief. No, no, most most Christians won't, especially like uh, Christians in the, the Catholic denomination. I find that they are way more, for lack of a better word, backward thinking. Um, they would prefer not to accept different religions because I mean, there is only one right religion according to them. They're so certain, but they can't be certain. But that's, again, that's... That's where faith and, and hope comes into the, the picture. Just just taking the Catholics, there's over a billion Catholics on this planet. I'm sure that in their mind, they are doing what's needed and what's right to ensure that they get into heaven. It's, for some people, it's reassuring to know that, okay, I'm doing the best I can in this life. And yes, I'm not perfect, so I will make mistakes, but I can, I can profess and, and, and confess and whatnot and then I can start over again. As long as those things aren't uh, habitual. Because, I mean, you know, for someone that is, is a drug addict or whatnot, and it's like, okay, I'm going to go and confess my sins, and I'm, I'm good for another week. And then the first thing I do is go out and shoot up again. For me, myself, I can't say it's like, well, you can't confess one thing and then intend on doing it again just because you think you've got a clean slate. You, you can't keep habitually sinning and, 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 and expect... To, to to get into heaven. And again, that's that's just your personal... That is my personal. Some I mean, people yeah. believe, believe otherwise, and you say there's a billion Catholics. and yeah, a billion. Yeah, they're so sure. But the only reason they are Catholic is because they were born into the Catholic society. If they were born in the Middle East, they'd be a Muslim. If they, they were... Ag- yeah, agreed. If they were born in India, they'd be Hindu. Yeah. And that's, what, that, that's another thing. Like, these people are so convicted to this thing for their life. But if they were born somewhere else, they'd be so convicted to another thing. Agreed. Don't you think that kind of takes away from it? Don't you think that kind of cheapens it? Like the only reason you are a Christian is because you were born in the in a Christian country? Well, I mean, not necessarily because, I mean, I've done reading myself. And there's lots of similarities between the different various religions. But I just can't see myself being a Muslim because I just don't want to be. But you must think that. Your birth and your family upraising had some oh, it, obviously had, had some part of that. You know, just the same thing as you know um, going in from from a secular point of view. If your dad goes for Toronto as a hockey team, you're likely to go for Toronto as a hockey team, and and that's not a decision that you made by yourself. It's just because your dad and his mm-hmm. dad and his dad and his dad did, right? And it's kind of the same effect. It is the same effect. I mean, that's where fans or that's where parishioners come from. Is just this is your upbringing. I've gone to more than one church mind you, within the Christian belief. You know, like I've been to, to Pentecostal and, you know, when I was living away uh, in in uh, New Brunswick, I never went to the Salvation Army. I went there once and it was not fun at all not to go church. to, right? You know, it was not a, 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 a I didn't get anything out of it. Uh, I was going to, to, the, to the Wesleyan Church and it was a little bit of a different belief. You know, it was what I needed myself. I don't think it's, it's um, denominational based. For me, myself, it's just I'm a Christian and or, you know, believe in that in that line of belief. You know, like I say I have done reading and it's just I just don't see myself doing what these other religions do. And, and as an atheist, I've, I've, I've done reading as well. Mm-hmm. I've read both. Uh, I've read Christian documents. I've read uh, 
non-Christian documents, uh, to the point of even kind of sat- satanic documents. I've read the Book of the Law, uh, Aleister Crowley. Neither one of those. I mean, <laughs> I don't believe in a personal spiritual being watching you. I don't believe in a personal God. I've read a lot of, even a lot of atheists, uh, mm. Richard Dawkins, things like that. And he, even he, as an atheist, is a little too preachy for me. You know, the last thing you want to do as as a as an atheist is preach. Well, yeah, because basically that's what you're ultimately trying to get away from is you should do this and shouldn't do that. You know, I liken my belief mostly to uh, to Bill Myers in Religious. If you watch that movie, he pretty much sums it up as I don't know and you don't have any superpowers that I don't have. So you don't know either. It's all just guessing. It's all belief. It's all belief. It's all yeah. faith. Uh, at least a, a sixth to, to, to a, a little more than that in the population of the planet. That belief is what sustains people. Right, I, that's sad. No, I don't think it's sad at all. I think it's if it's if a crutch. Well, that you I mean, need that you, you know, need a belief that you need to think that there's something better for you on the other side. That there's someone watching you. That there's someone controlling your every move. I don't think it's control. I mean, if I never decided to go to school, I wouldn't have a useless diploma. But you can't you, know? you can't believe in an, in an omnipotent God and an all-seeing, all-knowing God and believe in controlling your own faith. Well, it's my decision. But he's. He already knows that. He already knows what's going to happen, but that doesn't mean I do. We're blessed with hindsight, not foresight. So whatever happens, and you go on from there. It's still it's, it. No. It, does, it doesn't add up to me. Like it, it doesn't work out. It's free will, but without free will. The, no, I disagree. Like I said, he might know exactly the turnout of what's going to happen because I mean, like I say, time is is not an object to him, but we don't. Hence why it is still free will. We don't know what's going to happen. That doesn't mean he's down here saying, do this and not do that. He's not doing that. He's not down whispering in your ears. No, you shouldn't do that. It's your own decision. I heard another good thing. I'll, I'll ask you this. Uh, yeah. I think I might have already asked you. I'm not sure. All right. But uh, I heard I – was, I was actually listening to an audio book by Penn Jillette called God No. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, – right off the hop, he's like, this is a book about atheism and my belief system and how I came to it. I want to start off just asking this question. All right. If God came to you, Troy, you're, you're, you're a parent. Yeah. If God came to you and said, Troy, I command you to kill one of your kids, would you do it? I'd probably condemn my soul to hell, but no. Exactly. So you're, in, in, his, in, in his view, you're an atheist because you, t- you only kind of believe that you believe. You don't actually believe. If you believed in that God and that he, he had your best interests in heart, and that he would do everything for you and that everything has a purpose, then you would carry through with it. Mm. But going going upon that, because, I mean, that goes back to Abraham and Isaac in the Old Testament, that was a different God. Yes, the same God, but different. Because if you believe totally in the Christian belief, there's nothing in the Christian belief that says that you were expected to sacrifice anything. So how is it a different God? How is the – I've, heard you, I've that, heard you say this a bunch of times, how the, the God of the Old Testament is, is different from the God in the New Testament. Because back in the, in, in the Old Testament, they were saying that he was a vengeful God. They were saying that, you know, you had to, to – no, when, when they so say – So they just go through a rough, a rough few years? Well, or when they say, like, you know, you had to fear God, it's not necessarily being afraid, but you had to respect him. And according to those beliefs, this is actually the term where scapegoat came from. The Jews were God's chosen people. And basically, this is the God that you're talking about. It's Jehovah God. And he actually took a lot more of an active role in 
their lives as opposed to the passive role that you know Christianity is is basically into now. And if you had done something wrong, you needed to make up for it. There was always the need to shed blood to do it. So hence you had to sacrifice something. So he makes you had to give something of yourself, something that you needed to basically be forgiven. Now going to over to the Christian belief, Jesus came to the earth to do that permanently for us. He so, became so the so ultimate sacrifice. He became the ultimate sacrifice. He took all the sins of the world, past, present, and future. When he was crucified, he went to hell for three days, and he came back. So he did all the suffering for us, so we don't need to do all that so, suffering anymore. So you're saying same God, just different because of Jesus that absolved all that. It absolved all that. And they, hence, now, Christianity is based on the, the New Testament. Yes, there are some still some stuff that you can take from the Old Testament and and go with that. You know, just say like you know what all man's laws are based on, or at least I should say all the Christian nations are based on is the Ten Commandments. But also, too, like you say, <clears throat> if God is God, mm-hmm. and the God of the Old Testament is a vengeful God and mm-hmm. a jealous God, how can an all-knowing being be jealous? Well, I've I've known ten year olds that have gotten over jealousy, and, and so did he. Now he is not because of the ultimate sacrifice. That was me. <laughs> you're like me. It's like you're making excuses for God. Well, no, it's not necessarily <laughs> that at all. But I mean, when it comes down to it, like he made man so that man can end up worshiping him, him. And I mean, if you put something before God, he's not number one in your life, and that's basically what's supposed to be. He's supposed to be number one, not anything else. It just seems like God has all these minimal, easily overcame emotions that people have that he couldn't get over without bloodshed and killing people. It's, it seems a bit much. Do you do you believe all the stories in the Old Testament? All the stories in the Old Testament? Yeah. yeah. I have no reason not to. Have you ever read them? I've read the Bible about 20-odd times through. And don't you think that, the, that they're just too ridiculous to even comprehend? But you got to take them for what they are. I mean, if you're saying that they are stories, now, like, mind you, I think that, they, yes, they were actually divinely inspired and, you know, they were written and you actually just have certain figureheads, you know, and that they wrote about. And basically, you know, you can take stuff from their lives to apply it to your own, right? So, you know, yes, I believe it had happened, but, you know, basically you just got to interpret those stories and apply them to your own life. So, you know, like just to go back to, to Abraham and Isaac, you know, where uh, he was told that you have to sacrifice your son. Basically, all that was was a test to see if he was going to be faithful. But you're saying you'd fail that test. I would fail that test. But don't, don't forget, I'm not a professing Christian. No. Right? And I mean, if I did have that personal relationship that every Christian is supposed to have, my answer might be different. But it's like, I mean, I've had this conversation with my parents a bunch of times, too, because they refuse to accept the fact that I'm an atheist. Yeah. And, I mean, they don't live Christian lives, to say the least, but they believe in God. Mm-hmm. And they believe in hell. Yeah. And they believe in punishment and judgment day and Armageddon yeah. and hellfire and brimstone and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you, you mustn't. Because if I believe that hell was real, if I believe that if I didn't live my life the way, you should, the way I should, the way yeah. God needed me to live in order to get in heaven, I wouldn't go through the door. I would just sit in my house all day and pray and just wait for that day. Because 
the repercussions are so severe. They are severe. And I mean, you know, I'm in that same boat. I mean, I am because I know all this and because someone, you know, like it's basically, you know, said that if someone knows that what they're doing is wrong and they become a stumbling block to others, they'll be judged harsher. Just for say, you know, case in point, me right now to you. If I should be a professing Christian and I should be professing to you, that is exactly what I should be doing. I know that if I don't wake up tomorrow, it's not going to be a pretty scene. <laughs> but how does that not keep you up and keep you from just worshiping God all the time if you actually truly believe in a hell? How are you not terrified of going to hell? I am afraid of going to hell. I really am. But, you're, but you know, despite, despite what, it, what it, you know, the, the life I'm living, whenever I think about it, I guess that's the thing. I don't think about it. Even though, I, yes, I know. But I don't think about it because if I did, I would be afraid. It seems so. I'd be so afraid. And I think that's that's part of the reason too why I came to atheism is because I don't feel that fear. And I'm I'm not necessarily saying I don't believe in an afterlife of some sort or something after this. But I don't believe in hell. I don't believe that I'm going to be judged for my sins. I don't believe that because I cursed or took three extra cookies from the cookie jar when I was six that, you know, you know the same person who – What's what's a sin? Lies. Okay, yeah. thou shalt not lie. The same person who lies all his life is going to suffer the same fate as Hitler. That's a bit much. Well, there are no white lies. There are no some sins are worse than other. Basically, it's just the ten evil. Yeah, it's it's one even playing field. Doesn't matter if you molested kids or if you lied your whole life, you'll be judged the same way. That's messed up. Regardless whether it's messed up, then I think that's the way it is. Because, I mean, I, uh, degrees is a human uh, interpretation of what, you know, law should be. So, yes, we as a people, we interpret, like, some kind of heinous crime as, oh, my goodness, you know, he shouldn't be doing that. Whereas if someone told a lie to try and get out of something, it's like, big deal. Slap on the wrist. Yeah, it's a slap on the wrist. But that's a human thing. Right, and you know we made our own laws. Yes, we tried to to, to to model them after the laws of God, but we're the ones that came up with degrees of punishment. And now, getting back to the Ten Commandments, yeah, don't you think if it wasn't for the Bible that we'd still come to those rules? You know, don't you think that they're they're bred? Don't you think that people in the, who live in the jungle who have never met anyone else, no God, no outside influence? Don't you think that they know it's wrong to steal, that it's wrong to kill? Well, I mean, go back to the Mayans. Uh, they ritualistically, ritualistically kill people all the time. In sacrifice. In sacrifice. But that was to a god. Exactly. So, you know, to absolve their sins, so to speak. I think... But that's not murder. That's not killing. But that's sacrifice. That, that depends on your interpretation of it. Because, to I mean, them, it's the same thing as, yeah, if, as I mean, a Christian in the Bible sacrificing a bull. Yeah. It's the same thing. To them, yes, but I mean, to that to that slave that they're about to do it, they're killing him. So it's all interpretation, regardless whether you're the one that's plunging the knife into him or the one that's getting killed itself. He might, you know, the one that, the dude that's doing the killing doesn't think that he's actually doing something wrong. No, but what I'm asking is, do you think that the Ten Commandments are necessary, or that we will be pre-programmed with those values anyway? Those are natural human values. The natural human values now, they wouldn't have been given unless they were needed. I just think that the, the the human race was basically out of control, and they needed guidelines. I mean, it's the same thing as 
kids in school. If you do not set down rules for them, everybody will run amok. But you're talking about different – and you're talking about schoolyard rules versus thou shalt not kill. But it's the same kind of deal. The reason why this is so ingrained in our society is because it has been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So that's normal to us now. That's why we have this sensibility. It's like, okay, I'm not supposed to do that. But that's because it's been part of our civilization for so long. But Who's I'm sure, to say what I'm it sure, would have like before? I'm sure cavemen knew not to kill each other. Who's to say they didn't kill each other? You got a girl that I want. I'm going to take her. And who's to say that dude didn't come up and club him in the back of the heads and now you're mine? What's the difference in being an animal kind of deal, right, when, when it comes to that kind of stuff? That's what separates us from animals is the fact that we have the ability to reason. So if you're making the decision to say, well, I want that girl and he got her, so I'm going to get rid of him, and then you actually get rules saying you're not allowed to kill him. You can't go against that. I just think we'd come to those conclusions without God. It's it's part of your it's a part of your image now because it's been so ingrained in our society. So yes, you can say that, but I mean, way back when, you know, who's to say that atheism even existed? I mean, I'm sure there's always people who didn't believe in God. There had to be people who felt like I feel who don't feel that that connection that you say you feel with God. Atheism's been around for a long time. Oh, I'm sure it has. Who's to say it was? And, ha- and how many atheists had there been that were afraid to say they were atheists? It's only now that, that yeah, now that acceptance is coming into acceptance. society. And I mean, that's another thing is that's another thing I, with Christianity is that they, I don't agree with them influencing the world. Well, it's kind of hard not to be influenced by over a billion people. Oh, I don't yeah. mind that. I don't mind. I don't I mean, mind a core value system, but I don't. I don't want Christianity influencing my day-to-day life. I don't want Christianity, Christianity, uh, determining whether or whether or not I can do something. I don't think the church should have that power either. But right? they do. Well, they tried it, and and they used to. But I think that the world, being as secular as it is now, is getting away from that. Well, I mean, still, the United States is still the biggest power on this planet. And they're still a Christian nation. There's no one who doesn't believe in God getting hired, getting hired as president in that country. That's just publicity. Who's to say that Obama really believes in God? Well, I mean, who's to say any of them do? When Bush went into Iraq, he said that God told, came to him and told him he should. I don't know what to say about Bush because Bush is an idiot. All right. I mean, I, to be honest, like I said, I really don't believe that. But I just think that's a cop-out answer to to get the American people to side with him and agree, yes, okay, we should go into a wreck. Who are you to say that him saying God came to him? Who's to say that that's a cop-out? That, that's, that's, an, that's, you know, every time, too convenient. every time something happens good that Christianity is involved with, it's, oh, yeah, that's God. But in time something bad, they always say, well, no, that's not, that's not really God. Well, like I said, I just – Who's to say God didn't really come to him and say go into Iraq? Nobody is. If God actually told him to do it, there should be some kind of better, higher purpose as opposed to go into Iraq and take down a dictatorship and get their oil. That's greed, and it's a cop-out answer to just to try and get the people that truly do believe behind you. From defunding stem cell research to, you know, just everything – it's it's taken over and it's getting worse. You're getting more and more fundamentalist Christians trying to influence politics, school, 
they don't want to teach evolution in school. And well, going on that, I'm sorry to just cut you off, but to, to interject, if they're going to teach evolution, which is essentially an unproven theory, but is the it's the accepted theory. Well, that's it's, the it's accepted because more people think it's true. It's the accepted theory. It's what the world goes on. Christianity and and creationism is a belief. There's no kid it's going no different than. There's no kid who wants to go to school to be a scientist that's going to be able to do it with with creationism. He needs to know evolution to be, you know. Oh yes, when it comes to to academics, yes, they need to know it because by that's all, just the way the world by is. By all means, have it there available for any Christian kid who wants to learn it to be part of his faith. Actually, no, don't even because it's not it's not fundamental. It's not educational. It's not. It's a belief. It's a belief system. Same as evolution. Evolution is a belief no, system. Troy. Troy. Yes, it is. Troy is if they're going to teach it in school, they should give them the option to teach creation theory as well. No, I don't agree because because that is a religious belief. While while evolution is the is the accepted, taught scientific method that we use. That's not saying it's correct because it's still it's the most ultimately correct, it's a the theory. most correct thing we have here now. It's that's, the but that's your belief because you believe that it's the most correct. There's but, lots of – like I can't think of it right off the top of my head, but there's lots of, of evidence that points to creationist theory as well. right? I mean I've got movies to watch at home because I wasn't prepared to talk about creation tonight. No. But uh, there's, there's just as much evidence to prove creation theory as there is evolution theory. How can you – you can't prove creation. You can't prove evolution. Well, you can. When we, when you no, have, you cannot. When you have fossil records showing, you have you – have you know, we can go back and look at the light, just even from the from the Big Bang. We can go back and see see the dust particles and sedimentary rock and everything. Evolution is proven, but science breaks down at the point of the Big Bang. What caused the Big Bang? What made everything that was in this universe that wasn't in this universe then? Science cannot explain that. Well, I mean, I I don't know what the exact what the exact uh, explanation for the Big Bang is. I'm sure there's an explanation for that. Because, I mean, going, going from in, into, uh, into evolution, they believe that we essentially came from rock. What made those first proteins that combined to make the first uh, enzyme, that combined blah, 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 blah? You're saying, I would much rather believe that someone that knew what they were doing made me as opposed to me being some kind of random process that just has no purpose. It all comes down to belief. You believe in evolution, I believe in creation. Aside from the Big Bang, I understand what you're saying there with the where, where did it come from. And that is, that, to me, I, I agree that is a legit argument. And I do know I've read and seen, and we are going to touch on evolution in another episode. Yeah. Uh, so I'll have more information. Again, I wasn't ready to talk yeah, on evolution. Neither was I. I wasn't ready to go head to so, head on creation. From those enzymes on, from basic bacteria on, there is proof of evolution. And there is proof of intelligent design as well. Intelligent design. Intelligent design is basically creationism. So, you know, once we're ready to go and and go back and forth on this topic, because neither one of us were, were prepared, yeah. I can give you the evidence that you're looking for. To prove my point, and obviously you'll go back and forth. I still don't think that creation should be taught as as a method of how the world came around in school. That's a Christian belief, and Christian belief should not be. All the religions in the world have some kind of creation, myth. and no religious, no religious thing should be taught in school. 
for for creation. But I mean, you can you can take the religious side out of it and just look at the scientific facts of it, because that's what creation theory actually is. But that's not what they're teaching. I'm talking about teaching that God came in in seven days, Adam and Eve, all that stuff, Garden of Eden. Well, that should be taught in religion class. Ex- exactly. That because should, it is ultimately what creation will, will go back. to. I remember being in my biology class, mm. my biology class in in high school, and my teacher having having to tell us about creation. And he was a science teacher. Like, that's what he was. And he was an atheist. And to see that man have to sit there and just go against everything he believed in, his morals, everything he's believed in, his studies, everything. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous for a belief. One, if, if you're going to teach creation, why not teach whatever the Muslims believe, then whatever the Hindus believe, then whatever every religion believes? you got to just take it. We're a Christian society, so hence, you know, that's obviously going to It should just be evolution, precedence. as that is the accepted scientific method for how this world came to be and how we came to be. That's that's what's going to be in university, and that's what's going to be in these in these kids' future. Not creationism, unless they're going into the clergy. You're never going to run into creationism otherwise. In any in any other facet, it's going to be evolution. The well, the, intelli- it, the intelligent yeah. world goes on evolution. Well, yes, the academic world do go on that. I'm not saying that. Don't teach it. I'm saying that if you're going to teach it, you have to teach both sides of it. But why? Because they're both theories. Yeah, no, but that's not. It's not a they creation. Is not a theory. It's it a, is a theory. It's like it's I said, a, it's a philosophical belief. No, there's actual evidence to support it. And like I say, when we are prepared, I will give you the evidence. <laughs> right? I mean, this this is one thing that you are not going to win me over on. I know, and I, I understand that you have you have a. Belief in creationism. I'm just saying, in school, it should never come into part into play, because it's 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 not serving any purpose. It's it's a it's a belief system, not a, not a not a a taught accepted method for how it is. But see, that's the difference. It, it is becoming that taught accepted oh, belief. No, I think if anything, it's 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 becoming less and less. I don't think so at all because there's more and more evidence now to support creation than, than there ever was. And mind you, most of this stuff is coming from the people that had to learn evolution and just couldn't accept it. I can't wait to get you on abortion and stuff like that. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I don't like abortion. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I don't know anyone who actually does like abortion. No, like I say, well, I'll yeah. just say this. I think it's wrong. And if someone does get pregnant and you don't want the kid, there's many, 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 many people who can't have one that would gladly take it off your hands. That's all I got to say. I think uh, in that facet, if it, I kind of agree. I agree with abortion. I'm pro-choice. If, you know, I'm all for a woman's right to choose, but still. Maybe if there's a way to take take the child or the fetus or whatever the and implant it in someone or take it something else give it that, yeah give it to a surrogate or something, or something yeah, like that something you know? like that you know obviously you can't put it into a woman that can't conceive kids because obviously there's just bodies just won't work but regardless of if you think that it's alive or not that cluster of cells is alive might not have a mind Get, or soul getting, or whatever you want to say getting but, away from abortion because that's yes, another we show it, we well. got to because <laughs> this is just supposed to be a brief overview it is um Another thing I want to ask you, because yeah. it's, it's a majority of Christians do believe this. Do you subscribe to the idea that this planet is six thousand years old? No, it's actually closer to like uh, 
13 to 14,000 years old. I think less though. Troy, that is the most unintelligent thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my f- life. Oh, that goes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Number two. Uh, but no, that, that goes hand in hand with the creation theory. So, so you think that there were dinosaurs 12 to 13,000 years ago on this planet? Yes, because if you go based on carbon dating, carbon dating is based on the circular theory. If you go right. based on <laughs> – Right. It is. It is based on a circular theory. Now, mind you, I can't say exactly what – because it's been such a long time since sure. I've actually been exposed to it and so I forget. But Organic matter, carbon leaves organic matter at a static rate, at a static rate. I understand what you're telling me because I know how it works. But and what about sedimentary rock? If the mantle of the earth is miles and miles and miles deep – and we are just on the absolute, the absolute cusp yeah. Yeah. of the uh, of the crust, and way, way down below, we have dinosaurs and bacteria and older things, even still. How can you say that? That if you know, if we're all there together, thirteen thousand years, Troy. This this plant is billions of years old. Again, that goes in hand in hand with the evolution theory, right? Because it evolution. goes hand in hand with being right. No, it goes. It's it's still a theory because I mean, like I, I think uh, last last video I watched about that. Try. Uh, they were basing the rotation, like the spin of the Earth. This this is why I started off the show saying I <laughs> I know you to be a, a fairly sound minded individual. But like I said, I'm just going <laughs> from from like say evidence that that I've actually watched and and you know read and doing whatever, and they're basing that number. On the the spin and rotation of the Earth, and tracing it back to how much the Earth is actually slowed because it is slowing. What about what about light? What about light years? What about stars? What about how how old the star and how long it takes the light to get here based on how far they are away from us? Things like that. How it, how something is a million light years away, but we we can see the light now. I can't answer that. You know, if the if the world was created in seven days, everything was created in seven days. The universe was created in seven days. Okay, so. God placed that there and allowed the light to travel. But it travels at a constant rate. If something's a million light years away, it's going to take a million years for that light to get here. And like I said, I'm not – Light travels at a constant rate. I, I know, and I, I, I do agree with that assessment. It's just that I can't – I wasn't prepared to talk you, about it. You know, we can look back and we can look back through and and just – like Joy. <laughs> I can understand your creationism things, but – so – how, how long do you think people's been on the Earth? Not long at all. Not long at all. But uh, but dinosaurs went thirty. Well, years. actually, like if if uh, I should I should retract what I just said because I mean there's actually fossil records of dinosaur footprints alongside human footprints. No, there can't be. Jordan, there that's, is. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's it's I've I've like seen the pictures, and I mean I don't know, you know why they would fake it. Why do they fake Bigfoot pictures? Why do they I, fake- I, I can't exp- I, I can't explain why they would fake Bigfoot, but I mean, there's nothing to be gained if it ultimately be proven that you faked the picture. So, but but Troy, like we're not. You got to go by sedimentary rock at least, man. You got to accept that as a, as a fact. We're right under. Like, there's no there's no soup down with the dinosaurs. There's no people bones down with the dinosaurs, and there's no dinosaur bones up with the people. There is that fact. How can oil be made in 13,000 years? Depends on the compression, doesn't it? 
I don't know, but my understanding is it takes a long time. It depends on the compression. It's the same thing as as making artificial diamonds. You know, you can make artificial diamonds that are supposed to take millions and millions and millions of years to make, but you can put them under extreme pressure. You can put coal, which is essentially just pure carbon, because that's what a diamond is, under extreme pressure, and you can make diamonds. So all the beaches of the world, all that sand, that was all eroded in 13,000 years. That's according, like I say, I, I think that the the earth is I'm that actually, young. I, I'm surprised we've never had this conversation before. No, we very, haven't. And I'm very, very surprised in your answers. <laughs> I, it's re- a little ridiculous, actually. but Well, I mean, you know, to each his own, right? So, And I figured you'd at least be on my side on that one. Like, so you're like the people with the saddles on the dinosaurs? I'm not saying that they rode dinosaurs and they were friends with dinosaurs. I'm just saying that I saw, you know, evidence of depressions in the mud with, you know, big dinosaur print and a human or human-like, whatever you want to say, footprint next to it. Do you realize how absolutely ridiculous that sounds, though? Well, I can't. Uh, regardless of if it sounds ridiculous or not, that's, that is what I saw. So all the all the climate change, all the everything else, continental drift, that's all happened within 13,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a fun this is going to be a fun series a, a fun series to do I can guarantee you that yeah oh what are like do you have any questions for me as an atheist anything as a Christian you want to ask an atheist well I don't mean you pretty much covered most of that in your intro of yourself you said what your beliefs and how you came to them just like I did like the only thing that I think is yes okay fine you're an atheist but just going and encompassing more than just Christianity. That, you know, the Hindus and the Muslims and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, 80% of the world, more or less, believes in some type of God. Well, and no, well, there's a, I think there's like a billion Buddhists. They okay. Don't, so they don't believe in a God. That don't believe in a God. Yeah. Okay. Because right, I don't know about Buddhism. But they don't worship a deity. They don't believe in a God. Okay. So. Excluding the Buddhists. Um, gee, fair to say, roughly, like you say, about four, four I'd parts say, of seven? I'd say, th- I'd say at least a half to, th- to a third of the – three-fourths of the world believes in a god. Of some sort. Of some sort or some spiritual deity. And you're saying that, you know, three and a half to four billion people are wrong? Are you saying that a billion others are wrong? Oh, but, this, but this is what I'm saying to well, you because I mean, you don't believe there's a God. No, and what I think it comes to is is it's prehistoric. It comes from our earliest, earliest thinkings of seeing all this crazy stuff around us. I mean can you imagine being someone in the early, early birth of civilization seeing something like the Northern Lights and trying to explain it? How else would you explain it besides – Well, it would be the same as the caveman trying to explain – A fire. A fire. A belief in a deity has kept civilization going, I think, and has been a moral compass for sure for them. And it's also been a means of control and a means of expo- explaining Exploitation. I mean, suppose suppose there was never – suppose, boom, snap your fingers, and uh, civilization starts now with the technology that we have now, with the understanding of science we have now. Do you think that we come to a to – a, uh, a theist belief? I think that people would ultimately have to come to something to believe in because science 
can explain things, but it cannot, you know, it can give you a purpose short term, right? But the human, you know, uh, mind or soul or whatever you want to say, human consciousness needs to have something to attain itself to. Science can explain, you know, a whole lot of stuff. So, yes, man, we know more in the last 10 years than we did in the last 100 Right, you know, because that's just our level of technology, and it's just exploding the stuff that we're finding out. But I still think that ultimately, the way that we are made, we are going to come up and say, "What is my ultimate purpose? What am I? Why am I here?" I don't. I don't think necessarily we would come to that if if we were, like I said, just poof came into existence now. Uh, I, I don't know. I like, I, and there's no and there's no way to tell either way. Either way. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, this is just purely, you know, just you know, hypothetical. Obviously, the way I'm thinking is because we have always, ever since back, you know, written record and and and, and verbal record has said, why are we here? And things are changing as well. There's a lot more people not believing in God. Oh, way more, way more. And I mean, you got to look at too that up until a few hundred years ago, we thought the Earth was flat. Until someone actually sailed out and found uh, it. Exactly. Wasn't. I mean, that was accepted as being fact until a few hundred years ago. Well, I mean, and, but that's what science is. Science can't explain something until it's proven wrong. That's how we find out about it. You something. know, and I, think, and I think that's the shift. I think we're coming to more of a realization of how the universe, how, how, uh, how things actually came to be. Uh, and even getting into things now like quantum physics, string theory, all that stuff. It's we have a definitely uh, a definite more understanding of uh, yeah, the universe. We have a better grasp of it. Uh, yeah, I do agree. And, with and in a hundred years, I don't think I think Christianity will be all but gone because we're not going to need that crutch of God to explain where things come from because we'll know where things come from. We'll know how it all works. I, I, I disagree with that. I I still think that there will always be a place to to have God in someone's life. Like we've we've always needed that. Yes, like I mean. I know people are getting away from the church, but that's because the church has been so traditional. Like what they did a hundred years ago is not going to be as satisfying for someone young, and you know that that needs that connection because they're not, they're not going to get it from from going into church and and doing the sacrament and just repeating the prayer. But you all like Christians all follow a, a Christianity and follow a sect of beliefs that, in its beginning and up until the last little while mm. i mean was a very violent and agreed you know and, and, and i don't that, think it should have been and but that's what you're fo- i mean that's the same thing that you're following it's just now it's it's a it's a different but i mean all those people like the crusades for instance all those people were killed in the name of god in the name of god but that was because of a king that uh, i can't exactly remember how it all started now but that, wasn't he insulted by someone from well, the the crusades i mean they went into <clears throat> they went into the middle east to, to yes but he needed the help of the church yeah, to do but, it but he, they went he there, couldn't do it by himself they went there and pretty much said convert or die it's the same thing as do you believe christians should be, should go into africa and try and convert people to christianity well if you if you do subscribe to the you know the Christian belief, it's the same thing as the Muslim belief, you know, basically going forth into the world and you know increase your numbers kind of deal. But I've always thought, and you know, this is necess- this is not necessarily a Christian belief. This is just my own, because if you are judged on what you know, because and I've always had an issue with with this side of it. I mean, yes, you know, be missionaries and go, you know, bring forth the word and whatnot. But if you're judged on what you know, and you don't know. 
Isn't that a guaranteed ticket into heaven? And well, not only that. I mean, they're going into these these cultures, which are way older than Christianity. Way. And these people who are <coughs> uncivilized, uneducated, mm-hmm. and you know, in the living in the jungle in most parts, and and just going and telling them that they're going to die and burn in fire yeah. unless unless they go and, and and convert to Christianity. I mean, it's it's kind of like putting a gun to their head. And, well, and like I said, when it comes to that facet of, of Christianity, even well, Muslims and whatever, change or die, I was never uh, an advocate of that. Um, you know, and, and I don't know if that uh, takes takes wind out of my sails from being in that uh, the Christian side of things. Mm-hmm. But I never did, because I always thought to myself, "Is like, well, if they don't know, and you're based on what you know, then." That should be guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as a you know a kid is innocent; they don't know any better. So if a youngster dies, guaranteed to get to heaven. I also don't think that that parents should influence their child's religion. You should educate them about everything and let them make an educated decision. Well, I once mean, they're able to make an adult decision, yes. What but I mean, mean you're, you're also looking at a kid and saying, "Don't do this," or "God will be angry." And they're also learning in Sunday school that bad people go to hell. It's it's for an underdeveloped mind, and it's not – like I said, it borderlines child abuse. I, I disagree with that 100%. You can tell them this because obviously, yes, we're a Christian nation, so this is, this is what we're going to teach in our churches. But you're essentially telling them to do this or you're going to burn in fire forever and die and scream and cry and everything else. That's that's brain damage. That's that's child abuse. That's It's horrible. I mean to tell a kid that at, at such a young and impressionable age – it's crazy. It's it's it doesn't but hold I mean, any merit whatsoever. Like, just just taking taking my own daughter now. My parents have never ever ever talked to her about hell. They've always you know no, they, but people certainly do. I don't. But personally, if they do, it's wrong because taking someone that young and trying to because I mean, I don't even let Mackenzie watch scary movies, so you know. Taking someone that young and exposing them to these kinds of ideas is wrong, personally. First time that I ever heard of hell, now my aside from, because I mean, I used to read the Bible, but, you know, aside from that, my parents, I mean, yes, I knew of hell, but my parents never ever talked to me about hell. But I mean, if you ever went to church. But that's only if someone actually says, those types of sermons now are very, very rare. I, I haven't been to church in years. Uh, I, mean, I strongly... Remember being six and seven years old, being at church and listening to a sermon, and very, very much so hearing about hell and hellfire and brimstone and this and that. That's that's. I mean, you know, I can remember that. And that's very I mean, damaging. That's very damaging. I, think. I was yeah. I mean, I was older when I when I first heard sermons on that kind of stuff. Yes, sometimes yes, there's a place for it because I mean, you know, obviously they need to know because it is part of the belief. But I mean, that's not something that I was exposed to and you know was made afraid of when I was a young young child would you be okay for satanism be taught in school oh no that's just because of my belief i mean if i was a satanist i'd be yeah sure go do it but if christians have just as much a right well they don't have a right now but do you think christian belief should be taught in school if if the world is obviously going in the secular direction that it is no religion unless it's a class right and you want to learn about it but don't you think in those that everyone should be represented i mean in those classes, Satanism is a religion. In those classes, everything should be taught. There's more than one religion. 
I know why Christianity is taught is because we are a Christian nation. So, you know, that's that's just where that comes from. That just could be from when the school system started mm-hmm. ages and ages ago. But, you know, if they're not going to teach one, they shouldn't teach anything else. Well, I, mean, I, I don't think I don't think Mackenzie takes any kind of religion classes in school. I think that's a good place to cut it off there. We've, we've touched a lot of stuff tonight. Yes, we did. So uh, whoever, like I said, whoever's listening, whoever wants us to, to touch on any topics – uh, no matter if it's just a question, uh, we will uh, we'll have an email address. We'll have a Twitter account. We'll have uh, well, a, Facebook, we'll, yeah, a, a Facebook a Facebook page. page. Everything else. Uh, I'm assuming you'll get get this first from our 42 special page or from the Addictive Internet Radio, which is a network we are part of with the other yes, podcasts. Right. Uh, you'll get that from there, so you'll be able to get in contact with us from there. Yeah. Uh, so anything you want to do, like we've planned on, we're planning on doing. Uh, Censorship, uh, abortion, what creation, creation versus, versus evolution. evolution. That's just right off the top of our heads. Whatever we can, we can talk about politics, if you want politics, us to. whatever, whatever you want, whatever you want us to talk about, anything you want to know our opinions on or hear us debate, by all means, drop us a line and we'll get to that. And uh, we're going to do these shows probably I'd say every few weeks. Yeah, there's well, a bit of work that we'll go into them, and it's going to be a little more polished than the regular podcasts we do. So that's right. Yeah. So we're gonna. There's gonna be no set schedules. Just whenever we get a chance to do them. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening. It was fun. It was fun, actually. I can't believe we went over an hour. It was a little over an hour. Over an hour. <laughs> well then, okay. But well, the editing well. is probably gonna cut it down to about 50 minutes or so, I'd say. But well, that's fine. But we've been talking for an hour. Well, that's awesome. Perfect. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye bye. Bye.